episode 73 i believe that's what we're on this is probably we should have done this i was thinking about four months ago when this is uh when his face was all over cp24 and i was getting texts from my grandparents and my aunts and uncles hey do you know this guy is this guy familiar like yeah he would spend christmas with us or he'd be uh eating no eating, coming over friday nights playing nba no we wouldn't play nba we'd play ncaa 2k09 or something like that back in the day but if you don't know who's joining us today the legendary alex bishop uft stud goaltender um goaltender for in the past hamilton red wings rip played out in the qmjhl played out in the mjhl legend of the bill crother secondary school iconic place in his heart but thank you for coming back and making your second appearance bishy Thanks for having me. I'm very impressed. You're still able to come up with accomplishments for a second intro. So good on you. Always, always, always. Um, so how have you been now that, uh, you know, you haven't really played since December, what, 13th, 14th was the last time OUA was in action. Yeah. Yeah. Earlier than that, I think it was actually end of November, but, uh, no, I've been good, you know, trying to stay busy and, I've uh, been able to go visit, visit my girlfriend a little bit and visit my family. So, um, the time off has sucked, but at the same time, I made the best of it. And it's been nice to spend some time with people that I wouldn't have otherwise been able to. For sure. For sure. Uh, you binge anything? You uh, get uh, to Netflix? Not so much. I actually did just binge Murderville today. Have you seen that? Oh, one? fantastic. That I added to my watch me. list. Actually, it looks the, the, the Marshawn Lynch episode <laughs> had me on the floor. <laughs> actually, super funny. And they just like... They don't give them any script and they just tell them to run with it. And it's like, they try to solve <laughs> these fake murders. It's crazy. That's sick. That's sick. I've been, uh, I've been watching Seinfeld myself. First couple episodes. I was like, Seinfeld's kind of annoying his voice. Um, George Costanza is just like, just hates life. But then after a while they grow on you, dude, it's so funny. <laughs> yeah, it's I love like Kramer, him. but yeah, that's uh, yeah. Seinfeld has been taking up a lot of my free time lately. But, you know, with, uh, I guess, you now you're coming back to what's, uh, before we jump to the, the whole leaf thing. And I kind of manifested that I'm, you should just thank me for that because I said I just... that was going to happen and <laughs> look what it happened. Eh? Um, let's kind of stick with the, uh, the university hockey talk, but what's, what's it like only playing what the four teams this entire year, just back between, uh, our homeland Brock university, the fighting Badgers, uh, Ryerson, UFT, who else yeah. is that it? it's been tough man like it's not so much playing the four teams it's just not really playing you know like we've we've only played six games um if you don't include exhibition we've played six games since february 2020 which is just outrageous so um you know it's looking looking good we got some games this weekend so it looks like we'll have 10 or 11 more before playoffs which will be nice considering it's my last year so <laughs> hopefully uh you know my my parents and my girlfriend and my friends will be able to see me lace them up a few more times before I, uh, before I, you know, retire or something, but, um, yeah, it's definitely not been, it's not been easy. It's, it's been, uh, pretty, pretty tough. Yeah. Tell me about it, man. I can only every, every six weeks it's, uh, you know, all four is popping up on the screen again and saying, uh, smell ya and you're shutting down and then OUA athletes aren't considered elite athletes. Do you, uh, you know, you're a political guy. You have a political take on that. <laughs> uh yeah i think it's kind of a joke since you know we've we've sent like 60 plus players to pro league since the shutdown but you know who uh what is my, 
what does oh. my opinion matter as long as as long as you know doug's out there with his little shovel getting people out of the snow who cares right well i think the big argument on that was i think 26 olympians from tokyo were oua alumni and they're just saying like like i went in i think i went in on to jack about what i thought about oua not being considered elite but yeah that at least i mean i wasn't affected by it but if i was i would have been pretty livid yeah it's crazy like if you think about it like kylie mass would have been not allowed to swim and she's like one of the most decorated you know canadian olympians and she she wouldn't have been allowed to swim at U of T. like she would have been able to swim with her national team i guess but you know just the fact that they wouldn't have considered that elite is just it's crazy like it's it's insane to me yeah like a, a woman who has had a world record yeah, nah. yeah. like come not on. not elite it's crazy it's ridiculous but yeah we're a political podcast now clearly yeah put dougie in a pool and see if he can even keep up for the first three meters see if he can get out <laughs> of the blocks before she's That'd be fin- amazing. finished her first length she does 30 laps he does five who wins that first I think the money would heavily be on Kylie, but that's just oh, yeah. <laughs> solid betting odds. Yeah. Um, yeah, I don't because when I was when I was seeing that whole thing going down, and you saw the Instagram posts and you know resharing of like are OUA athletes being elite, it's just it's difficult to see because it's. I mean, it's it's no real surprise now to see that the public kind of perception of university level athletes within Canada that is it's just a joke, and people go you know, student first and athlete, but really in, in a lot of people's circumstances and, and how they balance their life, it really is 50, 50 between university and university athletics. So it's, it's tough to see that, you know, cause we all, you know, you two are athletes. I was a spectator and, you know, wrote little ticks on a board, but it's uh, it, it is really shitty to see what, how that all unfolded. And, you know, ho- hopefully it changes in the pe- in the future with you see more of these guys and girls competing at the global stage and playing in this show and backing up for the Leafs. But it's, uh, you it know, never, it's, happens. never happens, never happens. Um, yeah, Barnsley, do you want to ask him some more before we get into that uh, that magical day? Not really. I just want to throw it back to the first time that Bishy was on here and you thought that he had practiced with the Leafs and how this has just come full circle at this point. <laughs> Yeah, absolutely, man. Like, <laughs> like, yeah, it's ridiculous. I, I said that, yeah, I full on thought you did, and then no, it didn't happen. And then, honest, I would love to see the actual date in which the those two acts were separated by. Like, I what want to say like a month, five five weeks, um, something like that, something yeah. like that. We'll yeah. go something like that. So yeah, just you know, I got a couple questions I want to ask you about that. But why don't you just kind of take, you know, just go through the day from your perspective, and then. I'll kind of tell you how my day went impacted by that. And one of the greatest days of my life for sure. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Yeah. Okay. Well, I've, I've told the story plenty of times, so I'm thinking I've gotten pretty good at it, but so I'll start the day before it. um, Hold on. Of course, having a nice bowl of Cheerios to start off your morning. Or is that only? Yes. Yes. Game day staple, the Cheerios, hundred percent. What flavor Cheerios? Honey nut. Definitely honey nut. Okay. Respectable. Yeah, nice and easy, nothing crazy, but definitely no not plain. A, plain, I had plain not. like eight months ago, it was disgusting. Whole grain is for that <laughs> psychopath, you, you gotta be crazy. But, uh, yeah, so it was the Friday night, so the game was on a Saturday. So the, the Friday night, I got a call from uh, my coach, and he said, I think there's a pretty cool opportunity that uh, you, you know, you might have. 
Um, you know, Mrazek had just gone down with, with an injury and they couldn't get him his MRI or something until the next morning. Um, and depending on his injury, they, uh, they would have had to call up someone or if it was, um, if it wasn't bad enough to put him on long-term IR, they, they would have had to play in an emergency situation. So they either would have had to sit another defenseman to be able to call up a goalie, or they would have had to, you know, call up an e-bug like me. So, uh, but I wouldn't have known that till the next morning. So I just kind of went to bed, um, <clears throat> knowing that I was coming to do the, uh, the morning skate at least the next morning. So I showed up at Scotiabank in the morning. Um, I made the mistake of eating breakfast before the last time I did a practice with them. So this time I didn't eat, showed up nice, uh, nice omelet, some hash browns is a good breakfast. What a day. Most what a it. morning. <laughs> made the most of it. And I thought, uh, you know, if my dad did there, I think it would have been pretty good, but it, yeah. uh, definitely didn't end there. Um, so I hopped on the ice and, Little did I know the first 45 minutes were uh, just Austin Matthews, myself, and one of the, the skills coaches because uh, he was coming back from his wrist injury. Um, so that was, you know, good for the good for the confidence, I guess. Um, but, yeah, and then I hopped off for a couple minutes and then hopped back on for the morning skate with the rest of the team. And, um, you know, by the time that was over, I kind of just came back into my, my little side room. They had me changing in, and my phone was just absolutely blowing up. Like, it was... <laughs> it was insane. It was all over Twitter. Like people knew I was playing or dressing before I did. Um, you know, all my, my friends, my, my parents are like, what, what is happening? Like, why didn't you tell us? I was like, I, I didn't know. Like I had no idea. So I'm there, I'm getting unchanged. You go, I, uh, the guy that runs the e-bug program comes in. He just says, you know, uh, I guess you've probably seen it by now you're dressing tonight. So Mrazek wasn't, uh, wasn't hurt badly enough to be put on long-term IR, which, uh, I keep saying is, um, it's pretty, nice to be able to wish for someone to not be hurt to get your opportunity because usually it's the other way around um so yeah i went and uh had a pre-game meal at the same place i had my omelet um had some uh some pasta with some chicken packed it up and uh signed my ato went home and i actually had to study for midterms in between so uh that took my mind off a little bit shut my phone off um had to had to respond to jack obviously because i would have gotten in trouble <laughs> yeah fuck yeah there we, uh, there we go yeah and then you know headed back to the rink and uh had a had a normal game day i guess oh man all right amazing so i'll tell you my perspective from how that that's before we jump into that that's pretty cool i mean to see matthews and just to try and stop as many pucks as you can during that 45 minute session and you know just interact with the lads and we'll, we'll ask you a couple more questions about that but kind of kind of just hearing hearing all that and then kind of telling you how my day went it was pretty wild, but I, I was working in the morning and I was just, you know, as everyone does. And whenever you drink 12 coffees before 10 AM, you, you got to go to the bathroom. So go to the bathroom, fire up the old Instagram and you're all over my feed and I'm freaking out. Okay. This is getting, I wipe and then carry on with my day, but I was freaking out seeing this. I call you, I'm like voice, voice, I call you twice, voicemail twice. And I was like, fuck, okay. What am I doing? He's doing his thing. So I text you, good luck, kick ass. I'll talk to you later, dude. Just enjoy the day, have fun. And of course, you fire me a text back, but then instantly thinking, I got to go to this fucking game. If I'm going to miss this game, it's not even possible. So I had to go to work. I, I worked, I missed the first period, but then I had uh, my girlfriend, shout out Liz, thank you for driving me down and picking me up. But she takes me down. I don't know how we find your parents between the second and third intermission. And I was texting Emily. I'm like, where are you guys sitting? I got to try and meet up with you. 
I look, she goes, less is less off the row. I snap my head like 10 seats over is, is the, the bishy squad. <laughs> and I jump over, watch the final two minutes with, with the fam. And I was trying to get, I was trying to tell your jokes to your dad. I'm like, how can we get him in this game? What can we do? I was like, I'll streak. I'll spend a night in jail for this guy to jump on the ice for 12 seconds to face of, uh, to take on a face off. But yeah, the, the only guy that would ever make me cheer for the Leafs, but the, uh, I was pretty, pretty happy to see you jump, you know, put that Jersey on knowing how much you love that team for whatever reason beyond beats me, but huge Leaf fan and, and suiting them up for the, uh, the blue. And it was pretty cool to see that whole thing, uh, you know, go down and it was a dream of ours growing up. Right. I mean, we both made it. I knew early that this guy was quite a bit better than me. And he, if anyone's going to do it, it was going to be you, but you know, to see you jumping on there, I was so excited for you and happy for you. And I know your parents too, tear in their eye, excited to see you too. And Emily was probably just, you know, just, just too happy to be there, you know, just, just, there, yeah. just there. Exactly. <laughs> so it was, uh, it was cool to see all that for sure. Dude. I think that's the first, I did not, no, you were at the game. I think that's the first time you told me you were at the game. Really? I thought yeah. you knew. I just no. figured you knew. Yeah, I was no. there. I did not yeah. know that. I did not know oh. you saw my parents. I did not know yeah. you were at the oh. game. Surprise. You never told me that. <laughs> oh, classic, classic moment. But yeah. Man, yeah, I was. So yeah. Nice. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we, uh, yeah, we, we, it was kind of like a snap call. I was like, like Liz, like, I, I can't miss this game. She goes, oh, I know. We're going. And so then, uh, yeah, so we went together and yeah, saw the whole squad and we're cheering you on together for the final eight minutes or so. I was like, fuck, come on. Let either, it was two options. Really. We saw you going in either. They were going to win 12, nothing. Right. And they're going to throw you in as like a, like a pity. Like, you know, let's get the PR back. You know, we lost to a Zamboni driver. Let's throw the guy <laughs> in the net. Right. Or camel gets hurt slash gives up 12. Right. That was really the only circumstance. Uh, Rich and I had decided that could happen for you to jump in, but it was, uh, I think, it was cool. I think he could have given up 50 and I probably wouldn't have made it in there, but um, I don't even think they they were allowed to put you in unless he got yeah, hurt. Yeah. That, yeah, they weren't. Yeah. I heard that in there too. Cause okay. teams have tried. Like I, I think Carolina a few years ago tried to put a goalie in for like 12 seconds because there are like 1.2 seconds because there was an icing and the faceoff was in the other zone and they weren't, they wouldn't let them. <laughs> yeah, so, Wes McCauley comes over. <laughs> oh, no. no. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I, yeah, I definitely didn't, uh, didn't see myself going in, especially since like Jack, as I'm, I'm sure, I'm sure you've heard Jack Campbell's like the nicest guy in the world. So wishing for him to get hurt would have been the ultimate oh, bad guy. Yeah, here. you're just, yeah, just get the knife out of his back already. <laughs> yeah. You're doing that. Yeah. Um, yeah, so let's, uh, you know, kind of talk about that experience. I mean, you met some of the biggest names in, in hockey right now, right? Mitchie, Mitchie Mendez and uh, with uh, Marner and then Austin Matthews, Morgan Riley, Campbell. Like, what was, what was that whole experience like? And also being a Leaf fan. Yeah, it was, un- it was unbelievable, man. Like I, it's, it's hard to find the words for it. Cause it was just, it was such a crazy experience. Like it, it's something that you dream of. And then when you actually get the chance to do it and it lives up to expectations, it's just, it's, it's mind blowing, you know, like they were all super nice, super welcoming. Um, they absolutely did not need to be, you know, as, as, uh, as nice and as welcoming as they were just 
you know, they're, they're getting ready for an NHL hockey game where a lot of them are getting paid, you know, 10 million plus a season. That's a different issue, but we'll talk about that later, I guess. <laughs> um, but you know, like if this is their job and I would have totally understood if, you know, they kind of iced me, said what's up and then just kind of ignored me, but you know, they, they, they uh, made a point of trying to include me and, you know, I played, played some sewer with them, kicked the soccer ball around and was in on all the pre-scouts. Jack Campbell went over the pre-scout with me on the iPad. So um, it, it was like, it, it's crazy to, to still be talking about it. Cause it was just, um, it was the experience of a lifetime as I'm, I'm sure you could guess. And it just, it lived up to every, every kind of expectation I had. Imagine if the e-bug comes in, plays sewer ball, breaks somebody's nose. Yeah, you you, you <laughs> hit a ball, you snap Matthew's ACL. Yeah, I was being very, I was being very careful. Very. Oh careful. my god! Yeah. Hey, hey, Campbell, why don't you try and kick this ball? Rolls ankle. <laughs> yeah, he was active in sewer ball too. He was jumping everywhere. I was every. I was getting nervous. I was getting. Nervous. <laughs> I'm sweating to the side. This guy's fucking going way too hard right now. You yeah, don't know the situation we're in. Sit there and stick to strictly headers. Like, don't yeah, exactly. Ball. Yep. Bishop standing there with a broom, just making sure there's no <laughs> dust or anything on, under Campbell's feet. Don't, Wipe, don't need to slip it. <laughs> wiping it up like an NBA floor guy. That's my oh, job. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, any guys on the team kind of surprise you with how nice they were? Um, well, obviously, like I said, Jack Campbell, like you hear he's nice, but like he, he's nice. Like that guy's salt of the earth. It's crazy. Um, and then obviously I think some of the older guys, just because they realize that this isn't really a situation that happens very often. So I think they, they kind of understood the, uh, you know, the, the importance of it to me anyways. And, uh, you know, so Spezza was real, real nice to me. He was welcoming. He's the one that kind of invited me to go play, play sewer and stuff. And, um, you know, Jake Muzzin was nice to me too. Um, um, Simmons as well, you know, so I, so I think, I think definitely the older guys, not that the younger guys weren't, just that they kind of uh, recognized yeah. how cool the cool sure. the day this was for me. So, um, yeah. Did uh, did Marner remember you when you guys played minor midget against each other and you were way better than him back in the day? Oh, you mean when he scored four goals on me in one game? No, no, I don't, <laughs> I don't think he. Uh, I don't think he would have remembered me because I'm sure he did that to a lot of goalies. So. Oh man. Yeah. That, that was, could you imagine if he did like how long you guys, he grew up, you grew up again, playing against him the entire life. Didn't you not? Uh, not so much. He played in the G most of the time. Right. And yeah. I, I only went there in my, uh, minor midget year. So, and he obviously wasn't there for major midget. So I only really played against him for one year if you don't count tournaments. So, um, yeah, so one year he had one year and he put up four goals against me in one game. So that just tells you that, but you yeah, walk into play. the dressing room and he just looks at you. He's like, oh, this fucking guy. I lit this four guy spot, up. Four spot, four spot, yeah. <laughs> we couldn't find anyone else, yeah. <laughs> oh, man, that'd be cool. Yeah, so what's – um? so, yeah, I knew – yeah, you watched the the whole Amazon experience, right, with the the Leafs and Sheldon Keefe and, you know, the kind of the, the management side as, as well as the, the player side. But did you see any of that whole kind of thing – unfold when you were there not in terms of like the whole amazon experience but just like oh i remember seeing this in this tv show or things like that yeah here and there um for one like sheldon keith does not swear nearly as much as he did in the dock which is uh, <laughs> really weird um but he was he was super nice so i came up and had a conversation with me but yeah it was cool to kind of see the behind the scenes obviously the 
the uh, the little series gives you a little bit of it, but it's obviously completely different when there's no cameras around. You're just kind of in there uh, as a part of the team for a day, and it's you know you get to see all their little um, their little rituals and how they get ready for games, and you know all the little amenities they have. Um, so yeah, it was it was pretty cool that way. Um, yeah, I did I did miss uh, seeing Dave Riddick take absolute clappers off the head and morning skate. <laughs> that would have been cool to see, but he was, uh, if he was there, I'm assuming I wouldn't have been. So yeah. Thank so, you. Big save, Dave. Good. Yeah. <laughs> probably a good thing. Could you imagine if Amazon was there, they would have had a field day with you. Yeah. They would have, would've, yeah. That would have been sick. Would have been pretty cool. You know, I would have had his own spinoff. Yeah. Free yeah. shipping for life. But yeah, <laughs> I would have expected some royalties for sure. Oh, absolutely. Come on, Jeff. You're yeah. tearing down fucking your, your yachts, tearing down bridges. That's giving me something over here. <laughs> yeah. Bro. You don't need any more money. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's that's pretty wild. So, you know, you dress, you, you have that whole experience. Um, do you ever just kind of when you're sitting on the bench just, or even just doing that pregame, just kind of look up and say, holy fuck i'm in an nhl game um the whole game literally <laughs> every second of me sitting on that bench yeah um it was pretty crazy i think the craziest part was when i came out for warm-up and you know i was obviously last to come on the ice and you're coming out of the tunnel and it's just like a wave of light just hits you it's insane like the tunnel's kind of dark and you get out there and then there's just like flashing cameras there's people up against the glass like it's toronto right people fucking kids drooling trying to see you yes god i want to smell him screaming for sticks and stuff uh oh man if i was you i would have signed so many jerseys just coming (laughs) and then the kid's like who to get signed by oh fuck the (laughs) e-bug I would have devalued every single jersey. <laughs> yeah, no, it was uh, it was pretty crazy. Every every second of me sitting on that bench, I just kind of, you know, I was a little bit nervous for the first, even a little bit in the second. But at, at one point, I just kind of thought to myself, I'm like, I'm here. You know, if I have to go in, it, it just adds to the story. But I'm here. This is pretty crazy. I might as well just soak it all in. So I was, you know, looking in the stands and you know trying to trying to find I had a bunch of friends there on my team they came yeah. and you know, my coach my parents obviously and apparently you I didn't know that <laughs> uh, so I was looking around and uh, just trying to soak it all in cuz um you know not a lot of people get that opportunity and it's very very unlikely I'm getting it again so I might as well take advantage of it I mean they played the Sens did you hear any boos did you hear some delusional sense fan just kind of throw their Kachuk jersey at you saying yeah sense rule yeah uh, i didn't see a whole lot of red honestly but it was a whole lot of blue eh, baby whole lot of blue and green it would have been it would have been pretty uh pretty ballsy to chirp the e-bug i think i don't think that would have had any effect on the outcome of the game but you never know like when i told primo's kid he was a boss and now he's playing for montreal yeah yeah that'd be the same good call yeah that's pretty wild though um yeah so then you know that kind of day happens but then it doesn't really end right you're you're on the face of cp24 and people are bashing you on the radio and i'm bashing them the next day on our 10 viewer podcast Did you listen to that episode jack went in for like 15 minutes on how how he couldn't believe oh i listened (laughs) i'm completely caught up i've missed an episode boys i'm you know 70 whatever 73 episodes deep in matter of opinion i'm loving it but yeah that was definitely one of my favorites when jack (laughs) off on toronto media for fucking sportsnet you fucking clown man (laughs) idiot read a book that was loyalty but, yeah. it, it is kind of crazy like just go off on a bit of a tangent it's kind of crazy the lack of respect that you know you sports and you know hockey specifically gets um because we you know we 
obviously it was a different league 10 years ago, but now you, you have guys that, you know, Logan Thompson played a game in the NHL this year. Like we have guys like that, that like, it, it happens and you have, you know, obviously more out East and some out West, but there's guys in the OUA that, you know, their, their careers are not over once they, once they, you know, leave here, it's a stepping stone at, at a, um, to a lot of players. And it, it, the league just continues to get better. And that there's just, it's the best kept secret in, you know, Canadian hockey personally, I might be a little bit biased, but you know, anyways. Yeah. Yeah. Well, yeah, no, even oh, go going in on that, I was, I was going to say this earlier, but like, just U sports in general gets such a bad rap for absolutely no reason. Like not just hockey, but everything in general. And I feel like, like it's gradually getting better. And then the fact that good old Dougie comes out and says, Oh, is not elite. Just set that back so much. A hundred percent. Yeah. I, I Sucker punch. Yeah. 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 It's tough. It's a tough one to take. Cause you know, like I said, it, it, we're obviously an elite league. You have a bunch of guys that, if we can't play here, our second choice is the East Coast League. You know what I mean? Like it's, it's, it's crazy. But anyways, I, yes. I could talk about I could talk about that all day. But I want. Uh, oh, shout, shout out to good old Derek Ryan, former former U Sport athlete. Derek Ryan. Yeah. Um. So yeah, CP twenty four. Where else did you go on the fan? No. Uh, no. Yes, I did. I, there was, yeah, there was like eleven of them. I kept a list, but I. I don't know where that list is. Anymore. I got to find that fan interview. I'll DM that reporter that fucking. <laughs> I learned. Did uh, you imagine learned... my career be done? Was that not? That was Carlo Koliakbo, I think. Oh, Car- I like Carlo. Carlo's yeah. entertaining. He's, that, was, that, was a, that was a fun one. That was a fun yeah? one. Yeah. But yeah, they were entertaining. It was him and uh, another former player, I think, too. Yeah. But... Yeah. The morning show is good. I like, I'll, I'll mm-hmm. listen to them the occasional time. But yeah, what was, uh... fuck, imagine you had a agent fuck that would be sick <laughs> it was crazy um, was, yeah just kind of what was that like are you getting yeah. dms emails yeah like, what was that all non- like yeah emails non-stop the uh you know the i basically had to save our uh our u of t media uh media lady i i'd basically save her number <laughs> to my favorites because it was you know every, every 10 minutes it was a new you know new request new request and you know what what you don't really know until you do it is that a lot of these interviews they do like pre-screen interviews so like okay this is what we're going to talk about this is the time like you're going to come on here's what's going to happen like you'll be watching it fucking be sketch the whole thing yeah yeah basically. but they didn't tell me the questions they just kind of <laughs> okay, you know, okay they asked, you know, is anything off limits and stuff i'm like no 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 really you know. bring it all on <laughs> yeah it's when they but, dig uh, up something from five years ago that yeah. you barely remember yeah. so when you were 13 you tripped <laughs> marner going into the corner yeah like, yeah. yeah so sorry yeah. go ahead yeah. no it was uh yeah, it was a crazy day. It kind of it went on for a couple of days and it was, um, you know, it was whether it was, you know, articles or, you know, being being on the news or being on, you know, little talk shows, morning shows. Um, so I think I did like 11 or 12 in total in two days. Uh, and then I had a couple lingering a few, you know, a few, few days and weeks after that. But a couple months, uh, maybe. Yeah, no, not so much. But uh, my uh, yeah, my we'll call it a 48 hours of fame. And then that's probably where it where it capped out. But um yeah, it's uh, it's it was cool just to just to go through that whole process and kind of learn. Honestly, you learn a lot about you know the the media business. Honestly, like I, um, like I said, all the little the little pre screen interviews and how it works and you know who's who does what and who's responsible for setting up what. It was um, it was cool. It was my, my nice little media tour. Did you, yeah, you have, talk about your oh, forty eight yeah. hours? I think my favorite example was you remember Scott Foster. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. The accountant. Yeah. So I, he was booked on Ellen 
like three days <laughs> after and he got kicked off for like this eight-year-old girl i can't remember what her talent was but he got booted for this eight-year-old girl because like three days after nobody nobody yeah. really cared yeah. No one cares about hockey in the States in general, let alone. I was going to say, no, yeah. I doubt that would happen in Canada, but that's, yeah. that is a tough look for e-bugs everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> um, so during that, that interview process, was there ever a question that you're like, that's, that's a good one. I love that. And was there a question you're like, really, that's what you're going to ask me right now? <laughs> um, yeah, there were a few. Um, I think my favorite one, and I actually got asked it in the, you know, that I did the post game press scrum. I don't know if you saw the video of that. That was a lot of fun, but um, the one that kind of kept coming up was just, what are you going to take away from this day? You know, as you know, it's philosophical what, right there memory, basically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And every time it was, uh, you know, it, it changed a little bit, but it just kind of centered around the fact that, you know, the, the fact that I had so many people reach out to me, you know, good luck, you deserve this. Like we're, we're rooting for you and stuff. Um, just to see kind of the support system that, that, you know, I have and all the people that, I hadn't talked to for, you know, whatever, five, 10 years, they were reaching out to me. It was just, it was really nice to see, um, you know, and it's the same, you know, if this were to happen to, to one of my old friends, I, I'd be doing the same thing. So it was really cool to see kind of that come full circle. And um, so that was probably one of my favorite, one of my favorite questions. And then uh, least favorite questions. <laughs> you got <laughs> one. I know I you got know. one. I did, I did, the, I did one show where um, very nice, but I don't think the, the anchor, the host, whatever, whatever you want to call it was overly knowledgeable about hockey. So I was going through the day and uh, kind of talked about how the, they had the pre-scout on the, um, the little iPads and she, uh, she started trying to drill down on it. Like she'd kind of found a huge scoop that the Leafs had pre-scouts on other teams and stuff. I was like, <laughs> pretty normal. She's like, so we're in these pre-scouts. I'm like, just like where to shoot on the goalie. Like, <laughs> I think she's just Why? uncovered Spygate 2.0. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Belichick. So was, yeah. The whole yeah, deflate gate. They're deflating the pucks. Yeah. It was a little bit, a little bit cringy that way. And my, the, the media lady from U of T <laughs> messaged me after she said, that was a tough one, but you did well. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> thank you. But no, it was, uh, you know, even that, that's not like a bad question. It's just, yeah. Um, yeah. If, if, you, if you don't know hockey, that is kind of something that stands out, but yeah, no, it was, it was just all around. It was a cool day. Cool experience. Where's uh, that, that Leafs Jersey right now. Uh, it's about four feet to my left. Fuck. You got to get that thing framed, man. No, Can you let I'm me so wear it for a day? Can I'll I wear it. <laughs> Can I wear it for a day? Yeah. I'm actually saving it for next Halloween. I'm going to wear it. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, no, I'm, I'm going to get it framed. I have the, uh, the copy of the ATO that I signed to, and then, uh, Tavares gave me the game puck and, uh, oh, let's yeah. go. Yeah. And my little, uh, my little name bar was in there too. They gave me that. So I'm going to get all that stuff framed, but yeah, I'm, it's right now. It's just hanging up in my closet, collecting dust. So, wow. I just like the OUA player of the month. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, definitely, definitely under my bed for sure. Yeah. See, I, all I can oh, picture yeah, is had you actually gotten to play a minute, then Upper Deck would have come out with like a Alex Bishop Young Guns card. Fuck, that'd be sick. <laughs> all, all I can imagine. I have the David Ayers one. I pa- I opened it in a pack, and I think it's the funniest thing ever. All I can imagine is Jack rushing to the store. A thousand the percent. Day, a thousand the, the percent. day that it comes out and spending like four hundred dollars on hockey oh, cards. Yeah. And not getting it. Yeah, for sure. And having oh, to spend another like another Crosby. Are you kidding me? <laughs> Jersey McKinnon. I don't want it. <laughs> I want Bishop. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's wild. I I honestly, for a part, just because like 
if there's any media and any team that would generate as much buzz, it was going to be the Leafs. Did you ever think like Chicklets would, you'd get a text from Grinelli or, you know, like do maybe one of those like two minute YouTube things with them or anything like that? Um, yeah, I mean, like, a it's, little it's bit. the Leafs. Like Biz talked about you. Like yeah. that was pretty sick. Like he oh. shit talked you, but he talked about you. So <laughs> yeah, call me a beer league or whatever. Yeah, I almost it. stopped listening to Chicklets about it, but they they kind of came back a little bit. But yeah. yeah, yeah, um, yeah, I did for a second. Obviously, like I think uh, it was kind of a thought in my mind, and then everyone kind of egged me on about it. Like, oh, do you think they'll reach out? I'm like, I. I don't know. I'll just sit here and wait, but I know the um, future. You think if I knew the future, I wouldn't have prepared for this. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, instead, instead of, you know, instead of talking to them, I just got used as a, uh, a springboard into how e-bugs are a joke. So that was fun. Oh my but, God. Uh, no, you it's, know, uh, yeah, I understand yeah. again, I understand, you know, you, you sports isn't, uh, it's if, if you're, you know, especially from, from the States and you're, you're obviously around a lot of pro leagues, it's different. Your view of you sports is different. So um, you know, I definitely don't hold any grudges, but it was funny to just hear my name on, you know, a podcast that I listen to all the time. So that was pretty, pretty cool. The, uh, the crazy thing too, was the blues, like four weeks later, five weeks later had the exact same thing. No one said anything. And this guy, this guy played D three and was retired for like three years. I looked yeah. at, I looked into it, maybe, maybe two years, like still like he hasn't played. He's been playing men's league. And I'm just like, are you like, come on, come on. Like the, the this Canucks is... do it like once every yeah. two years. Yeah, I guess. Canucks, yeah. Yeah. The Canucks did it like a week ago with, yeah. These, with yeah, Di Pietro I, and yeah. Yeah. yeah it was but all the funny over, thing uh, was, so it was the Canucks and the junior Canucks, like the Abbotsford yeah. Canucks. So UBC starter was the backup for the Canucks and their backup was the backup for the Abbotsford Canucks <laughs> on the same yeah. night. Yeah, it's been quite the year for uh, U Sports goalies, that's for sure. But yeah, that St. Louis guy, he did he did a solo lap without a helmet on. Did you see that? <laughs> that, is, that is the most legendary e-bug thing ever. Like, I don't even care. Like, if I don't get in a game, if I do a solo lap without a helmet on in an NHL game, <laughs> dream, dream complete. Like, that is unbelievable. Yeah, uh, that is sick. I when I I didn't see I saw a picture of that, but I that's pretty cool. Um, that's wild. You think so, e-bugs come to NHL 23? Ooh. <laughs> that is a loaded question. Uh, I would say no, because I don't know how much longer um these kind of rotating e-bugs are gonna be a thing. I think it's gonna kind of become a more permanent position where you just have one guy follow the team, but um I would say no for now. Definitely no. <laughs> a traveling um, e-bug. Oh, that's like Alex Moran's. Have you seen Blue Mountain State? Yeah, that's oh, like Alex Moran's things. dream position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. He even tried the goalie. Remember? He tried <laughs> yeah. goalie to, to get out of like testing and working out. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he tried off every team. Oh man. <laughs> the French, the French Canadians were good in that show. Yeah. Um, was there, yeah. During this whole process, you know, including like start to end, was there anything that you really didn't see coming? Uh, the entire thing, probably. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know, honestly, like definitely the media, I did not expect it. Um, yeah. It jumped kind of all over you. Yeah. Yeah. That was, uh, that was really unexpected, which it probably shouldn't have been unexpected. I definitely should have seen that coming since, you know, I'd, I've grew up, grown up a diehard Leaf fan and I know Toronto media and it's, you know, it's a story when, you know, not NHL or gets into an NHL 
uh, lineup. So I probably should have seen that coming. But um, aside from that, yeah, I think everything, everything that happened was just unexpected because I never imagined myself in that position. You know what I mean? Like I, uh, obviously you do as a kid, but you know, as you, as you get older and you're, you're in school and stuff, you, you, you don't think about these things very often. So when they happen, it's kind of everything's, everything kind of takes you by surprise. Doubling down on Toronto media. Did you see the article that came out today in the sun? Uh, and the, the title about the Olympics for the women. Yeah. Oh, that is such a joke. I think the bigger issue. Yeah. That was, that's crazy. The bigger issue there is that you're not developing women's hockey in other parts of the world. The issue isn't that we should cancel women's hockey in the Olympics. Like it's, it's crazy. Some people's opinion on it, but I, yeah, I want to know I, how, like, and the title though, the title, why women's hockey shouldn't be the, in the Olympics. Like who okayed that? That is someone's getting fired for sure. Someone's <laughs> getting fired. It's that was, Yeah. That was terrible. Oh my God. Well, like, that's cr- like, I don't know. I don't know if you, yeah, you said you listened to last week. So I, I talked about like how that's a dying breed, the whole reporters. Cause there so many of them are just fucking clowns and they don't know the sport as well as they should. Right. Or, or to speak on like the intricacies as much as they do, but it's just like, it's annoying to see that they have these takes and they don't do their research. Right. Like, like you easily just said, right. Like women's hockey uh, comment that was there. And then, saying about the quality of hockey you play along with like the situation in itself. And, you know, I I really highlighted it back in a couple episodes, but like this happens more than you think. And Mm -hmm. a lot of teams are in the same position as Dubis is right. So it's just like, I don't know. Yeah. I I ranted that day, so I don't need to go and do it again, but like the way they they portrayed the leaf situation as well as you just fucking fired me up. Yeah, I was was ready to take down all of Toronto. It was, it was like, it was crazy just because you look at it. If that happened, you know, with a with their goalie going down, but they couldn't put him on long term at the exact same date to like, thir- I think it was 11 or 12 other teams in the NHL, they would have had to do the exact same thing. Like it wasn't like a Leafs problem mishandling no. the salary cap. It was literally just a thing that bad luck happened. So, yeah, I I agree. It's, it's crazy. And so, yeah, it's, it was pretty cool to kind of see, see your name all over the place and and uh see you succeed but it's uh yeah so when when are you gonna go sign with uh your next nhl team habs leafs jets are next yeah I've been going, my, going east to west yeah weighing my options a little bit i'll probably go on a west coast tour eventually <laughs> um, but i think the short answer is never probably i've heard edmonton needs a goalie <laughs> i i've heard that too i've heard that yeah uh did you uh did you keep keith's uh number you still have his number in your phone no oh, just sick just, just soups. Just my buddy Campbell. Seriously? Yeah, he gave. Oh me, my god, that's pretty he gave sick. His number after the game. He's like, "Man, we should get dinner or whatever." I was like, "Sure." Have, haven't hit him <laughs> up yet. I'm saving it for a rainy day. Yeah, you. Oh, you know what's gonna be sad if he if you text him and he goes, "Who's this?" Yeah. Oh. Well, I didn't give him my number, so that's what he's gonna say. Oh no. Yeah, it's okay. Oh. I'll text him. After he, I'll text him after he wins the Vesna. Hey, let's go celebrate, eh? Yeah. Some goalie, goalie <laughs> style. When yeah. he gets nominated, just be like, hey, so I hear you're going to Vegas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, well, Barnsley, do you have anything more you want to ask him? The uh, the NHL goaltender, while we still have him on the pod? Not really. I, th- I think I got everything out. 
Perfect. Well, Bishy, thank you for coming on again. It's uh, it's always a pleasure to have you. You know, two time now, two time guest. The, the fourth two time guest, I believe. Exactly. I think so. Exclusive I think exclusive so. company. Do you have any yeah, three only? Time? We don't. No, no, not yet. I'm, not yet. I'm available. I got to set that record. We'll make another NHL team, and you can come on whenever you want. <laughs> yeah. Wait. Wait for episode like nine. Give me some time. I'll do my best. Wait for episode like ninety nine or something. Something special. Can't can't wait. Can't wait. Well, buddy, thanks again. See, I always told you you're gonna make the show, but you know, whatever, whatever it takes. Thank you. Thank you, Morazic. Hey, I think we all should just have a moment of silence for Morazic and Agreed. and taking one for the team. Agreed. Best guy. This guy, real team guy. Yeah. All right. There we go. Thank yeah, you, uh, Peter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Bishy. Uh, talk to you soon. Thanks again for coming on the pod. Happy Moo Monday, everyone. Yeah. Happy Moo Monday. Thanks, boys. Always a pleasure.